Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Eric, Brittany, and Dan, first-time guest. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Ain't no problem. How's it going? Welcome yeah. <laughs> to the place where no magic happens. <laughs> Some magic happens. Uh, we watched uh, the 1987 adventure kids horror movie, Monster Squad, for Horror Movie Month. We did. Yes, we did. But before we get into that too much, uh, Dan, since you are a first-time guest on the show, yeah, we ask everyone what their relationship with B movies is. Are yeah, yeah. I don't really know what my relationship <laughs> with B movies are. It's kind of crazy. I don't even think I really knew what a B movie was until I went to film school. Yep. And then I feel like all my friends that I had in film school were just in love with B movies and they didn't understand <laughs> why. And so they made me watch ridiculous after ridiculous uh, B movie. And I get it. There's a lot of B movies that are just gems that don't hit the same spots as other, you know, films do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of new to the B movie thing, I guess. Not as quite, you know, as well versed as you guys, but uh, oh, totally, totally love it. <laughs> we're by no means experts. We, uh, <laughs> we're not we were talking about having you on. Uh, we were discussing it over Google Chat, and Brittany was like, "Yeah, he's he's he knowledgeable about films, but does he does he really do the B movie thing?" And Tom's response was, "He knows what we do here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what goes on. <laughs> he's aware. I was like, "I always totally ask him, like, if he's into it." I was like, <laughs> "Not that I'm self conscious about." Not like we're swinging. Shit, we want. You think he'd be into it? Yeah, I mean, I does know. he want to enter this den of debauchery? <laughs> frowned upon what we do here <laughs> uh well anyway thanks for coming on again dan no problem so this is a bit second class cinema <laughs> i'm glad we can have you on for such a good movie yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm really stoked this was a movie that uh i watched when i was younger and i absolutely loved it and i, I saw it again a couple maybe like a year ago and i got ryan conver he was on the show before no he hasn't been on the show yet he hasn't been oh he was on not uh, yet he was, okay. on, he was on studio seller i got him to watch it so any, anyone that can talk monster squad with him totally <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah so um for horror movie month Brittany, this was your second pick of the month so why it was. why did you pick oh, this movie? i've been wanting to pick this movie for so long <laughs> but i was saving it for october um well, when you told me that Dan was also a fan of this movie, I was like, all right, we definitely have to watch that then. Yeah. This was just something that I saw as a kid and like it just popped up out of nowhere. I don't know if like my neighbor had it on VHS or if like I caught hmm. it on cable, but I ended up watching it a bunch of times consecutively and I thought it was so fucking badass. <laughs> and then I didn't see it for years and years and years and years. And then when the 20th anniversary edition came out, I bought it and I watched like half of it. But um, yeah. revisiting it. I can see why I thought it was totally badass as a kid because yeah. it's still pretty awesome. I think it this holds is badass up. now. Yeah. It holds up like really well. <laughs> now, Eric, you hadn't seen this movie? This is the first time for me, yeah. Yeah, it's the first time for me as well. I think we tried watching it. I honestly didn't remember much. Probably from fell asleep, our asleep or something. Yeah. Uh, no fault of the movie, but yeah, I mean. Do we give a premise to the movie? Is that yeah, so that's, that's um, next up we have Brittany talk about what it's about. <laughs> um, so the basic premise is that 
a group of kids who are obsessed with monsters. They have a monster club. Starts out as a club, develops into a squad. Um, when, when does that happen in, a, <laughs> in when the evolution? A squad. Yeah, compared like to Miami a club. Yeah. So, let's <laughs> see if I can explain this like coherently and chronologically. The kid, uh, the, our main character, and I can't even remember his name. Sean. Sean. <laughs> Sean's mom gets Van Helsing's diary for him from like an estate sale. Mm. And from there, the monster club unravels this plot that Dracula has to take over the world using this evil amulet. Yep. I think you're making it sound more coherent than the actual story <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, that, that that pretty much it's covered. Yeah. Trying to wrap it up, it's, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's it is. And yeah, I mean, Dracula has some goons helping him. He has Frankenstein's monster. He has a mummy. He has the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has Wolfman. Wolfman. Yeah. Yeah. His number is like number two. His right hand, the Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically up to these five kids to find a virgin and stop the world from ending. Being sucked into Which limbo. Which is very hard to do in 1987. <laughs> 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 Can imagine. Yeah, I know. You saw all the tech they had. Those antennas went on for days. Fantastic. <laughs> but at least they had stuff that could do it. Yeah, I know. It was very cool that the, these kids had access to that. I was like that. Like, and stay tuned. Yeah. The kids have access to tech. And 80s technology. Yeah. It's always visual. Like hackers. Yeah. You know? I was always, I was always jealous of uh, yeah. Ferris Bueller's setup. Oh, yeah. Get a sweet rig. <laughs> So let's go right into successes for the movie. Um, where do we think this movie stood out? What did it do right? All Any- the effects were really good. Well, all the makeup effects were really good. Yeah. The portal is... Question. Yeah, they could have worked on the it's portal. It's arguable. I, I feel for 1987, it could have been worse. Yeah. You know, I think I think with the movie is one thing that made the movie success, so successful... At least in my mind, what I really enjoy about yeah. it is kind of what didn't make it successful back in 1987. Like, like, what is this movie? Who's it geared towards? Because it had a lot of stuff that would have been should have been geared towards like an R movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was in like a PG PG 13 movie, and I think that's what maybe made it unsuccessful. Because I don't know anyone who actually went to the movies to see it. No, me. Either. It was all VHS when it came out. Yeah, and parents didn't really know what the kids were watching. And <laughs> you get this, you get this movie where you have like these. Some cheesy effects, but fantastic effects like with the Wolfman and and things like that. But I didn't I didn't really understand that the, maybe the director knew where this movie was gonna be, and that's what made it awesome. Yeah, mm. yeah. I kind of felt the same way. I kind of praised them for using like the classic Universal like Hollywood monsters instead of like you're in the late '80s. You're in the midst of like this surge of new villains and like crazy shit like. I feel like they could have easily made a movie about some wacky new monster, but instead they decided to go classic, like, 50s. And I thought it worked. Yeah. Apparently, like, the audience of 1987 <laughs> didn't really think that it worked, but I thought it was awesome. They were like, fuck, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, to me, the, the 50s-style characters felt very fresh because, like, I felt like I've not seen them in forever. But, like, seeing them in this context of, like, a 1980s kind of goofy comedy horror was really fun. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely. How about that? Um I had a sweet montage. <laughs> success. That's a total a success. sweet montage. Had a sweet eighties montage. So, they don't make montages like that anymore. No. It, it, I love the opening of the film. 
Yeah. I also wrote down really intro. Opening. I thought it was really cool. I get just and like and like when they when Van Helsing and those guys burst through the door and you see the freak. What is Dracula's like maids? What are they called? Ghouls? Are those ghouls? What, what are those? <laughs> what are those things that he bites in the? I think they're just Dracula's like brides of concubines. Well, like, so like whores of the end. Yeah, like so it's like the whores of Dracula, <laughs> yeah. right? A Dracula whore, right? They I've burst open through the door, and this is kind of what makes the movie so creepy and so like. Like it bothers me in some level, and that's why I like it. Is this this woman's chawing at the neck of a possum? Yeah, and I'm I like, like that. what is going she has on? Like a mouthful man. of stuff. I mean, that is that is some horrific stuff, and I'm 31. I mean, yeah. I think fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I like that they didn't go over the top of that makeup either. They like were like, all right, we're gonna make her pale, we're gonna make her bloody, we're gonna make her have some weird contacts, and that's it. Yeah, not gonna do any weird prosthetic vampire pieces. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with the using the the monsters the way they did in the fifties classic. But I honestly don't understand why this movie didn't do as as well as I think it should have done. Because as a first time viewer of the movie, it was awesome. Like it was yeah. fun. I really am upset that I missed that one growing up because <laughs> there is lots of wonder and hope. At and, least it holds up. And an adventure in this movie, you know, it's all those things that you really want when you're growing up. And I missed it, and that's a bummer for me. But I don't, I don't get where it failed. Like, I don't understand why did, people didn't... I mean, maybe the rating, the PG-13, but even as a 13-year-old, I feel like I'd be like, yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah, I was, was, yeah. Watch, I was watching this movie as, like, a 7-year-old and thought it was awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, totally. Because, I don't know, I, I feel like there was always when you're... You always want to watch movies about people who are just, just older than you. Just slightly. Just slightly. It's, like, what you have to look forward to in your yeah. own mind. You know what I think it might have been? And this is a thought. It might have been the idiocracy effect. Because, you know, when idiocracy was being made, they yeah. got the budget just cut out from them because they didn't think it would do well. Yeah. Or they wanted to put their financing in another movie because something else hit. And I felt like sometimes during the pacing of the movie, which is too quick, and they were trying to get it through, and that sometimes mm -hmm. happened. Or they, or they didn't have the budget to do, like, this insane thing. Like, I think they spent all their budget on the first scene. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, I can definitely see that. I, I, that that's kind of like what it felt like, or it had a lot of commonalities of films that have their bullet budget pulled out. I actually read that um, the writer originally wanted, I don't know if it was the writer or the director, but they originally wanted the opening scene to be like a bunch of Zeppelins closing in on like Dracula's castle and like all that these other townspeople. So cool. But I guess the budget of this movie was twelve million and they said that scene alone would have like blown the budget. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to dial it back to like a dozen townspeople <laughs> and no Zeppelins. But that would have been weird. I don't know if it would have changed the way I feel about the beginning. Because I thought it was cool with all like the wacky skeletons like coming out of the yeah under the building yeah i thought that was really creepy i, I wished i was creeped out by it it's more <laughs> i feel like i've got fomo about this movie like <laughs> because i didn't watch it when i was a kid <laughs> retroactive fomo yeah yeah kind i thought that was a cool tone to set for the movie definitely um can we talk about the transformation scene yeah yeah because that was awesome <laughs> you know on top of the effects being pretty but good. i mean i feel like the budget was 12 million i feel like it didn't really have that like any big names in it but you want so it should have had good special effects like, like know, makeup like, effects. Yeah, and it did. Yeah, so yeah, I exactly. thought I thought all the monster characters were fantastic. I mean, the yeah. weakest one was Jala uh, Dracula, but what do you really have to do with Dracula? You I know what I mean? Same thing. I was like, Dracula was meh. <laughs> Dracula's meh. That's one of my favorites. But like, <laughs> so you, they start with like the creature of the Black Lagoon. Yep. Like, creature. I mean, that, that suit was fantastic. It was awesome. Yeah. That was excellent looking, especially in the like the last scene where he was uh, with Horus. And mm -hmm. he was just making those like, 
like throat sounds. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's so effective and cool. One thing that bothered me though is like you have to kill monsters in certain ways. Not the creature from the back. Yeah, I was like, he didn't shoot it. Shotgun I mean, to what, a chest. What, you, what is he really going to do? What's what's really the the big issue here? Like this, this is an overglorified fish. We can solve this problem and be home in time for dinner. Yeah. Like throw breadcrumbs at him, he'll probably yeah. I, I can figure this one out. Yeah. I thought the cast of characters, our, our children, our squad, mm. if you will, <laughs> I thought they rounded themselves out very nicely as a group of, of kids. For sure. Fantastic. Like the dynamics yeah, yeah. of each, of each um, yeah. kid. It's like the best, the main character, the best friend, the rebel, the slightly younger kid, and then like the super young kid. Yep. <laughs> and then, that rounds it out. <laughs> we got the fat kid, too. You have to have the fat. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fat yep. Kid, Horus. Obviously. Yeah, Horus. <laughs> what did he say at the end after he shot the creature of the black lagoon? <laughs> My name <laughs> is Horus. He <laughs> 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 cocks the shotgun he just shot the it, creature is, with. Oh, yeah, because he's like, fat, fat kid. Good job. <laughs> that, that kid died, actually. My by the name way. Which, which kid, Horus? Yeah, Horus. Yeah, Horus is now. Yeah, he, got, he got really sick a couple years after and he ended up dying. That's no. a bummer. Yeah, he's, he's gone. That's a bummer. Sorry. R.I.P. Horus. We were really Moment happy. Of silence. And I just brought everything down. <laughs> brought it way down. So maybe uh, monsters. So my, who is your favorite monster, perhaps? Oh, that's a good question. I felt so bad for Frankenstein. Yeah, I gotta give oh my god, he was so cute, you know and I thing felt is, so bad for him. Is I feel like they did Frankenstein exactly right. Oh, oh yeah, everything about it was perfect. Like, but he was, just wanted compassion and human contact, which, which is what happened in in the 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 first Frankenstein, the book. Yeah, it was the townspeople that he wasn't a monster. He he was looked at as a monster. Humanity I mean, I thought, is the true monster. Like, <laughs> they kept that aspect of of Frankenstein. To the classic version. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good. That was I a nice touch. And Pretty much every scene he was in, I was like, yes. I just, I I wanted to cry. Bogus. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he made me want to cry. Like, what is that? That's so I know weird. when he was like, scary. I know. I was I'm like, oh like, my God. Like, I'm just going to ball my eyes out. Be <laughs> yeah. right back, guys. Like, Excuse me. It's like uh, when you see those sad dog commercials. <laughs> oh yeah, but the transformation scene. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> and we're back. Seven okay. different. So uh, Wolfman's <laughs> in a phone booth, and it like is the shot from one angle, and he's a guy, and then it like I'm assuming like cut. It, no, it crossed. It crossed yeah, over, it crossed the, over the, the, the next pane. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Partially transforming, but I liked the transformation scene because I felt like it was very subtle. Mm. Like it was just like his face like moving and his skin like bulging underneath, Talking and it mic. looked very realistic. Don't yell at me. I think one of the things that made it, too, is that like they weren't afraid to like throw water, like sweat. You know, like the sign of this man like struggling. Oh, yeah. Like he has the worst hangover <laughs> <laughs> or ate the worst bean burrito ever. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, like he's, we're just, just gonna die he's a hairy, like, you know, Italian wolf man. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, Greasy, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he okay, was very good. greasy. Excellent. But that's yeah, any sure. werewolf movie—that's what you look forward to. The transformation scene. Even the one they nailed it because he transformed a couple times in the the the, uh, the ambulance with the the toes going through. The <laughs> oh <shoe>. yeah, <laughs> toes are fantastic. That was yeah, awesome. That was great. Yeah. I like that. That was a really good scene. It was one of my favorites. Oh, um, we're just uh, praising this, huh? Well, we're in successes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mean, if anyone has any other successes, uh, punchlines. Punch I thought the punchlines were good. Uh, was it Band-Aid Breath? Oh, yeah. 
Classic. My name Bang. is Horace. My favorite one, which I want to use at work or whatever, when someone asks me what I'm doing, I'm just gonna be like, I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> like that. I totally want to say that. I That's feel like great. all the kids were so like kiddish. But like yeah. Rudy was like such a badass. Oh, Ru- like they were probably twelve. He was probably fourteen. Why? And he's just like kicking ass and taking. <laughs> I thought he was a junior in high school, so he might have been like sixteen. No, I, I think thought, he was in junior high. Yeah, they oh, said junior he's in high? junior high. Yeah, yeah. so he was he's like not in high school. Like Eleven. <laughs> He was like smoking cigarettes he and could drinking be in like beer. Eighth grade, and he would be like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, like max. Yeah, and he's oh. like slaying vampire horse. He's like the adult <laughs> of the crowd. He's more of an adult than I am. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I'll never be this cool. This I is think sad. the way, because when I was younger watching it, I, Rudy was totally believable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like now, obviously not. He's very baby faced. He's like Charles Bronson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is, yeah, he is Bronson-esque, right? <laughs> and like, I think, I think the, the scene that made him was obviously the first scene where we see with Rudy and he's like, candy bar. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to love anyone who sticks up for the fat kid. <laughs> Yo, absolutely. <laughs> and then they let him in the club. I don't know why he was hanging out with these kids anyway, but I'm glad he did. Yeah. Hmm. Like, all of a sudden, he's in it. A lot of, there's a lot of those moments in this film. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden, it here really we are. It really moved at yeah, breakneck speed, but I kind of liked it. Yeah. At an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah. So this was like... Real quick watch. And if you are watching it as a kid, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't need to make sense in that fashion. This pacing is actually really perfect for the target audience. Yeah. But what is the target audience? Well, that is a good question because it's PG thirteen. Yeah, that's so thirteen or older is what you're what you're saying. So I think Robocop and Eric, uh, not Eric Decker, but uh, what's his name? His last name is Decker. The guy directed this. Fred Decker. Something something like that. Fred Decker. Yeah. He he did he did Robocop. Two? Robocop 2 mm-hmm. yeah. but I think Robocop has that same problem like they market these Robocop toys to young kids yep. but the movies are yeah you know and they, they're selling H a guy gets shot <laughs> for 40 I, seconds in that movie yeah it's like <laughs> I'd buy this for a dollar or yeah his hand like explodes before it's Robocop but they're marketing this thing same thing with aliens but mm-hmm. or alien it's kind of weird that time frame of movies mm. between you know mm. it's weird um, any other successes before we move our way on to failures then I think I'm officially out. All right. Uh, does anyone have any fa- <laughs> failures for this movie? I know we've just kind of done a praise session. I have two. Okay. Um, one was that Dracula was meh. But I actually read that like the Dracula portrayal on this movie was like pretty widely respected because it's like so classic. I agree. Which, I don't know. Do you think there's a club of like Dracula actors? <laughs> Like how Elvis impersonators. Like, yeah, they go and they, they cr- you know critique all, everyone you know everyone else who plays Dracula, and they're like, eh, you know, you were more like the Dracula from Transylvania in nineteen eighty four, whereas I was really looking forward to nineteen fifty seven. You know, that, that crazy. I'm you're sure like Gary Dracula Oldman elitists. Dracula. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't know how I, f- I felt like he was underwhelming. Maybe that was just because all the other monsters had great makeup jobs, and he was just a, d- a pale dude. With purple lips. <laughs> How would you do Dracula today? Like, if you were going to make your own Dracula. Oh, I'd make him really sparkly. And put him in a new uh, Go home. Yeah. He, he would, like, really shine in the sunlight. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know what I appreciate in this day and age. Like, now we have, like, 30 days of night vampires. And I feel like it's hard to come back from something like that. Because that's just pure terror. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well... 
Because we now have the animalistic vampire, right? Like you just said, in 30 yeah. Days a Night. And I, we just watched uh, Wild Zero, and those had slow zombies. And yeah. I feel like we've just been in a real fast zombie phase. Very true. So I think that seeing something like Slow Zombie or seeing something like uh, Classic Dracula might be kind of refreshing. That's true. Even though this movie came out in 1987. <laughs> and the other movie came out in 1999. But seeing them, that's um, the important part. My second failure, even though I... I can't decide if I think it was awesome. No, or if it was I don't terrible. think it was awesome. It, w- it wasn't awesome, but I enjoyed it. I know what you're going to say. What? Stick to the category. Van Helsing? Without rules, we have anarchy. <laughs> no, that's not what I was thinking. So. Oh, uh, no. Me at either. the end, when Van Helsing shows up out of the portal <laughs> and grabs Dracula and gives the oh, monster but, squad a thumbs up. That's awesome. I was, was, like, I don't really know, awesome. I was like, I don't know if this is terrible or awesome. Uh, awesome. At first, awesome. I was like, that's. That's cheese. That's nacho cheese. And then that's after I thought about it, cheese. I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I liked that. I, I liked it too. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. I thought it was like ridiculous, it, but I did. It laugh. made me ask the question how long has a thumbs up been around? That's a, that's good, a good question. I guess it's Roman times. Well, like, I was going to say, that's when you got to live in the Colosseum. Right. So maybe. Joaquin Phoenix gave you a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a thumbs down. Oh, yeah, depending on his, yeah. his mood that day. Um, anyone else have any failures to contribute? I know, I, I honestly, I didn't have many notes on either side uh, about it. Because I just kind of enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what did you guys think I was going to say? Oh, that credit music. Oh, the credits music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an obvious failure, but the movie's already over at that point. Yeah, it's true. I guess it yeah. just not really points off. But the the original Monster Squad theme song, ooh, phoned not in. Good. Phoned not in. good. Like somebody, somebody called in and played that song over the phone, and then they put <laughs> it in the movie. That's what I mean by phoned in. Uh, anyone else? Um, failures. I, one thing Damn. I don't really care for is coincidences. Like I like everything to have a reason why something happened. Yeah. And so one thing I think is just a huge coincidence that kind of bugs me. You know, it's probably my main criticism of the movie is why our main character, who's really into monsters and stuff like that, and wants to form a monster squad, <laughs> gets Van Helsing's journal. Yeah. There's, there's like <laughs> at this point, super, there's like five billion people America? in the world. <laughs> this is the guy. This is the guy yeah. who gets Van Helsing's journal. That did occur to me at one right? point, and I was just like, meh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> suspending I really, my dis- these odds are ridiculous. Well, I mean, like, the, we're suspending my disbelief that much. Yeah. The one thing I like to say to that is they're not going to make the movie about the kid who didn't get the journal. <laughs> right. True. There's ton, those movies already exist by the thousands. <laughs> there are tons of kids' movies where kids don't get this journal. They, they, they and this should, one he does. They should have made that movie, right? Some avant garde piece or some kid just in his room. He's like, and he's got monster posters over the wall. He's like, I should have got that journal. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known exactly what to do. I got a virgin lined up. <laughs> he just turns goth. Uh, that would be funny. Um, I could I could agree with that. It's even yeah. more coincidental when you think about the fact that Dracula was also in the same town as where the amulet was, as where the diary was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of crazy things. <laughs> also, why was the amulet there? there? Like, how the fuck did it get there? Well, didn't all that stuff happen at that house that was on their street? Yeah, the no. amulet was hid there. So that's yeah. like a more even, because like you got Van Helsing's diary... And I guess the amulet's near, but they, I guess they would coincide in some way. I assumed that that happened in, like, Europe somewhere. I thought it might have been that weird house. A weird house? No, yeah, wait, no, like, that's where that German guy lived. A Never mind. weird house? <laughs> Different kind of house, guys. <laughs> I was wrong. Next. Um, so what else do we have for... Uh, 
That's all I got. If we have anything. Yeah, another question. This is much smaller or something like that. Why the hell is the mummy in the little boy's room? (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Maybe he showed up to snag the kid, but then the dad came and he got scared and bailed. Like was he was like, like he was like, whoa, this is way too much. By the way, the mummy had a fantastic death scene. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. Awesome. yeah. That was fantastic. I did have to speak to that as well. Because when the arrow hits the tree and he's like unraveling, I was like, you know what? They could have took the easy way out and just made him like fall off the back of the car. Totally. Like just like gets pulled and falls but no they unraveled and he just turned to dust and it was great i th- i thought that was a fantastic <laughs> that scene well i actually wrote that under one of my favorite parts yeah this uh, the movie delivered on all of those types of aspects we saw a good transformation scene we saw a mummy being unraveled mm-hmm. you know shot with a silver bullet so going back to 1987 watching this and i'm just thinking about this as a failures or just maybe like something that kind of hit me like off guard the okay. use of like gay slang oh, man. wordage in this oh yeah is like whoa this is like this is crazy this i is told you we were gonna hear two faggots in the first yeah. 10 minutes of the movie and it totally. delivered more than that i think i was like man this shit was just really acceptable in 1987 this is ruthless. for a pg-13 movie you know yeah. first scene first or well, not first scene but with the first scene with horace anyway yeah it's like huh huh faggot eat your snickers i think they really <laughs> captured just how <laughs> shitty and terrible kids are yeah definitely yeah this movie's doesn't pull any punches and how horrible kids can be <laughs> <laughs> that is true Very true yeah well good call um Anyone have any other questions or anyone have any risks you think this movie took? Um, I said the possum in the first scene where she's like eating out the possum's throat. <laughs> I do think it is pretty risky to do like this 1950s style horror, cl- classic style horror characters. And when, like you said, this is this big boom of 1980s slasher characters that are all coming out of the woodworks. Yeah. This was like kind of doing the style mm-hmm. was sort of a risk at that time, I would say. Definitely. Do you think this was like a movie for parents to take their kids to, but then the parents just didn't care? Could be. And that's why, Probably. you know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, it's like all the monster movies we like. Yeah. Oh, come on to the movies. That's probably what they were hoping for. It's like, the Goonies, but with monsters. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that might be what the coattails they were trying to ride there. Yeah, that's true. Goonies was about 84. 85, I think. 85? Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is kind of like a Goonies. When did, when did, uh. The mom. The mom? The mom is the same as the mom in the Goonies. What is it? The same lady. Oh, it is. I forget her name. That's right. Which is funny. Mrs. Goonie. (laughs) She played the American mom. Mrs. Mom. So with that, uh, any favorite parts? Anyone have any favorite parts? My my favorite part is with, uh, what's his name? And he says, I'm in the club, aren't I? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Rudy. Rudy. (laughs) And he just gets all Rambo on the situation. (laughs) I'm just like, totally fucking love that. Where are you going? I'm in the goddamn yeah. club, you know, aren't I? I think I think the Wolfman kind of stole the show. There's a lot of scenes that I like, and a lot of them had the Wolfman in it. Or like when the Wolfman came back together, like the whole oh, sequence. Oh yeah, that was gross. That the was whole cool. sequence, like where the father puts dynamite in the Wolfman pants, <laughs> pushes him out the window, and he blows up. <laughs> after you see Dracula's been wounded when he was a when he was a, a bat, mm. which is kind of weird. That was gross. Yeah, <laughs> he was like slimy. <laughs> yeah, he's You're slimy. With those fluids, but. I think I think it leaves a lot up to interpretation. Like like when Dracula is a bat, you can actually hurt Dracula, and I don't think they pointed that out, but they showed it. Yeah, and you don't really understand why, and then you just go into the next thing. Unless you know like Dracula mythology. Yeah, yeah. I say maybe that's something that they carried over, like yeah. Frankenstein's mood. Yeah, I mean they kept it pretty classical. Yeah, you know that was pretty sweet. 
one of my favorite parts um was also a wolfman part and i just remembered it haunting me as a kid like it stuck with me for so long because it's not even when he is a wolfman it's when he's a human and he's at the police station and he's just like trashing the place and he grabs that guy's gun and just fires it into the air and screams lock me up <laughs> like that scared the shit out of me when i was a kid and i don't know why like he was so terrified of himself that he just like freaked out like that and it was just like i don't know that is a messed it, up it really sold it to me i was like wow that's scary <laughs> Yeah. I loved it. I can definitely see getting scared of of some really intense parts of this movie. Maybe too intense. Which <laughs> like your kid, you don't understand why. Like, yeah, you don't know like, these characters. You're like, like, well, that's a why <laughs> does he want to be locked up? Yeah, like you know, like like it's so weird. You know, you yeah. understand Dracula and his motivations. You don't understand mental illness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or the inner turmoil one must feel knowing he is a werewolf. <laughs> Um, <laughs> when Frankenstein and Phoebe were hanging out and she tried to introduce Frankenstein to the rest of the monster squad oh, <laughs> and they yeah. all ran I loved that part <laughs> like hiding in <laughs> trash cans and she just yells he's friends with us don't be chicken shit yeah. <laughs> I was like this five year old is screaming chicken shit and it's hilarious I love like the editing gag in that too because like they're already like halfway to their running destination by the time the camera even comes to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, good gags. Um, I feel like this movie does a lot of little stuff like that. Yeah. That's just comical, like, good comedy choices. Yeah. I, um, that's not one of my favorite parts, but I guess one of my favorite people is, like, his best friend, Sean's best friend, <laughs> whose name I can't recall, so I'm going to have to look at it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, in the beginning when they were talking about the teacher, I was cracking up. Yeah, no, he was so cool. He had like awesome wardrobe. He was like the cool, like the cool, like best friend that you that because Sean is such like a type A. I'm going to take charge. I'm a leader type of guy. That is the exact number two that he needs to be successful. He reminds me of like a poor man's Corey Haim. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the curly hair, like the button up shirts. <laughs> yeah, not that poor. He's good. No, yeah, so I mean he's not Corey. I guess he's a middle class, middle class Corey, <laughs> Corey. second class Corey. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, the Corey for our show. <laughs> uh, Eric, what about you? Anything um, you want to call out? I really like some of the lines. Like some of the lines in this movie are incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the one that really got a huge laugh out of me was uh, the Wolfman jumps out at <laughs> Horace, and I'm pretty sure it was an 80 yard line. It was thrown in after the fact, but one of them just shouts, "Kick him in the nuts!" <laughs> nards. <laughs> it's nards. Did he say nards? He said nards. Yeah. Yeah. The Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you know this movie, like that's the line that like uh, everyone it's knows. It's gotta be. Yeah. Wolfman's got nards. Like, <laughs> Like that could be a T-shirt, oh, yeah, definitely. By far, yeah. Uh, speaking of T-shirts, Sean's T-shirt that says Stephen King rules. The one that you own. That I own. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that out there. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's got double meaning, because <laughs> Stephen King does rule, <laughs> and it's from Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. Yeah. I got it at Rock and Shock like a few years ago. Double good. <laughs> Anything else before uh, we move on to ratings? The other thing I, I, you had mentioned when the movie opened up and the, the teacher was kind of lecturing the two about being a little too into monsters. <laughs> um, I, I had a lot of fun with that because me and Tom uh, were in the same kindergarten and first and second grade class. <laughs> we were. And we had a monster club. We had a monster book. <laughs> yeah. We would all, we you would guys all would draw monsters, right? Draw yeah. monsters. Me, you, Brad Machowski, Kevin Frank. Oh, yeah. He was, he was the head throwing of the out whole names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Name dropping. <laughs> 
But yeah, we used to draw monsters all the time, and our teacher was like pumped about it. She's like, "You guys are all drawing monsters together for that, a book. That Let rules. me bind them for you." That was sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, uh, she was like, "Listen, you got to start writing words about these monsters." Ah. And then today, that would be like, "You're expelled. That's a threat. How dare you talk about monsters?" <laughs> Uh, no, I thought of that too. I was like, "Do you think?" Because Kevin Frank was like the ringleader of that. Yeah, yeah do you he think definitely. he watched this movie? If he hasn't, then he we we need to call him up and say, "Hey, hey let's say Monster Squad." That might be why we all got pulled Ke- into the club there. <laughs> Kevin Frank, are you still into monsters? <laughs> <laughs> Send us the answer in an envelope. <laughs> Hit him up on Facebook. Yes. Okay. Um, pretty much every kill Rudy had, every like badass thing he did, was a favorite part. Um, during the montage when he was like making bullets and like stealing bows and arrows. Oh yeah, and, and I love sharpening stakes. I love the like the discrepancy between the other kids and him in that <laughs> montage because they're actually doing like we're gonna create a club type type things. Like they're pick, <laughs> making badges and like business cards and shit. Yeah. And making maps. Well, you, you had Phoebe and Frankenstein who were playing dress up. <laughs> you had Eugene who was writing a letter to the army in crayon. <laughs> um, and then I forgot what the main character Ryan. Sean was doing. Um, he was making sloppy uh, badges, like he wasn't cutting them. Oh <laughs> no, that was his cards. friend. Oh, okay. I think at the, like, the office cards. Max. They yeah. they should if, after that after that montage they should have made a scene where he, he goes back into the treehouse and he's got all these weapons and the little kids like, well, what are you doing? Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that montage was sweet. Um, my last favorite part was. <laughs> when Frankenstein's first in the treehouse and the, she, she's saying how she taught him how to talk mm-hmm. like all the words he knows and he's like bogus <laughs> and then he's like looking out the window and accidentally like makes the camera take a picture and like the sound scares him and he just goes bogus <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny <laughs> it was like perfectly timed uh, yeah, I mean, and that actor is a great actor Tom Noonan he's in a ton of shit oh um, it's not a favorite part. It's kind of a bummer, but it happened in the movie and it made me feel stuff. It was <laughs> when uh, Dracula blew up the clubhouse, tossing some dynamite because he's like a demolitions man. Yeah, we we determined that he was a oh, demolitions yeah, a expert nom. because he was a nom. That's right. Uh, and he blew up the clubhouse, and I was like, oh man! And like the shot of the clubhouse, like right before the dynamite goes in, and you see some awesome posters, like a Godzilla action figure there, and I'm just like, all that shit's about to go. And that's such a bummer. That was a bummer. Love to have been there. That was a pretty sweet oh, clubhouse. Awesome. Clubhouse. <laughs> it looked rickety as fuck. But <laughs> it was pretty sweet. It supported Frankenstein and like six kids. It was sturdy <laughs> as hell. You're good to go. Yeah. Um. Who doesn't want to watch the drive-in on the roof? Ooh. <laughs> that's a nice uh, man. Uh, once again, this movie bums me out. Not again. I'm just I'm so Moments. envious. Yeah. That was in that movie now and then with Christina Ricci, and I was always really envious of it. Does this movie like remind you of anything or share any similarities between any other movies? Maybe I don't know. I mean, during we, the time period, I mean, we touched on like Goonies and stuff. What else do you have in mind? Yeah, it's just weird because of the mix, the mix of you know who these kids are and what they're dealing with. But witches, like some witches, kind of the way not so much uh, the book, but like the way it kind of goes about. And how it scared the crap out of me when I was younger. Which is is scary. The makeup in that movie is terrifying. Yeah. And I even think it might even have stuff to do with like Donnie Darko. Like I think it's just like, it's kind of weird. Like this high school, almost like. It's probably the same time period. I think Donnie Darko was supposed to be in like the late 80s. Yeah. Maybe that's it then. And there's just something I get the same Similar wardrobe. Even though it's a completely different movie. Yeah. You know, it's not like existential by any means, but like. 
I don't know. It's just weird. I just got that <laughs> you got vibes from those Some other movies? Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So, uh, was it ratings time? One more question. Oh, you got a question? <laughs> I got, no, question. One more, wait, I got, yeah, I got a question. Maybe that's I got good. two questions, right? Our movies. Should we just start making our movies for kids? Yes. <laughs> Fucking, I've been saying that. <laughs> like, well, explain yourself. I mean, I mean, parents aren't really like, you know, uh, keeping tabs on what kids are watching anyway. When kids rent movies or something like that, usually right now what they're doing is they're streaming it. So like, you're not going to the movies to watch an R movie anyway with your family. But like, when mom's gone, you have her, you know. Uh, HBO account or her, you know, Amazon account or something like that. She, she's like, yeah, whatever. Just run a movie if you need to. You know, it, it's different now. It's not like you're going to a VHS store where someone can be like, ah, oh, you're not 13. You really shouldn't buy this movie. Now yeah. it's just like hit okay on the <laughs> computer. And so now I, I think more than ever, even though we don't do it, there is a market for rated R kids movies. And I think I think Monster Squad should be if they're gonna remake it, it should be the first one. Yeah. Uh, this movie yeah. doesn't even need to be remade. That's perfect. <laughs> but I feel like parents these days have like moral, like faux moral outrage. Like if they saw somebody get killed in a movie, they would like try to boycott the movie. But they let their kids sit on their fucking cell phones twenty four hours a day. Like they could be watching someone getting beheaded by ISIS, and you wouldn't know or care because you're not paying attention to them. You just got political. I'm sorry. Yeah. I really like, hate when parents like censor whoa. what their kids watch, but then don't Fox pay attention News to Britney. <laughs> Coming well, out. That's an insult. Sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I hate when parents censor what their kids watch and act like they're so concerned about them seeing adult content. Like kids are fucking smarter than you think. Yeah. We'd go over this so much on the podcast. Yeah. I like could. during kids month, we were like, parents underestimate children. They really do. And mm-hmm. if they didn't, I think we'd be a lot better off for it. But my parents rarely censored me. I I was <laughs> I wasn't allowed left. to watch the exor- Exorcist. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was left alone. <laughs> yeah, left <laughs> my own devices in a basement with tons of movies. I thought you were gonna say a carton of milk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's because yeah, I'm a grown up. That's why. <laughs> Good uh, luck, son. Here's your milk for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch The Exorcist. And Dude, what is it with parents and The Exorcist? Am I really it was like, like the, the scariest scared. thing they ever saw. Yeah. And then by the time we saw it, we were like, that's it? I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm fine, but that was awesome. <laughs> but no, I, I, I watched some really fucked up shit growing up, and I think I'm better off for it. Mm. I don't know. But we know some people who don't like that. I was just talking about this. Like, don't, don't like getting scared. Don't like that horror movie feel. They just don't enjoy those... Those moments, that feeling, I guess. I'm just like, that's all I want. I feel like it helps you grow up because you're faced with things you don't understand. And like when I was a kid, if I saw something in a movie and I didn't get it, sometimes it would make me really uncomfortable and it would bother me yeah. and make me want to find out what it was. And then finding out what it was would make that discomfort go away. Yeah. And it just made me want to learn more. It, if that no, makes sense. I was going agree, to totally agree with you because like, because like I remember getting scared the first time I saw Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Mm-hmm. And after I saw Nightmare on Elm Street for a good, for a good week, I'm doing a shitload of thinking. Right? <laughs> you know what I first mean? First of all, do I like, ever want to sleep Your again? mind is exercising like... Exactly. <laughs> I can sleep, but <laughs> like you have totally, to learn how to cope. There's a lot of crap going on, you know, and that might be healthy in, in, in some ways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the exposure helps. We're fairly balanced individuals. I think are, so. Are we? <laughs> we do this. <laughs> that is true. Well, now we're doing this. For fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's, it's ratings time now. Rabbit. Mm. 
so let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck yeah! All right, let's rate Monster Squad 1987. Who would like to begin rating it? Fuck yeah! All right, fuck yeah from Brittany. Yeah. I love this movie. Um, it lived up to my childhood nostalgia. That's good. It's great. That's a good thing because I feel like the percentage of movies that survive <laughs> nostalgia are few. Very, very slim. And like this Blade. was one Ooh. that did. Like Blade. We discussed that earlier. That was so bad. Um, Dan, what, uh, you're familiar with the, I explained the rating system. Uh, yeah, yeah. A fuck so, yeah is the best, right? Fuck yeah is the best and a fuck you is the worst, <laughs> but as long as you say fuck, you can say it. I mean, I'd say fuck yeah. Okay. Um, it's because, I mean, I feel like I could show this movie to so many people and it won't let them down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It holds up. And, uh, I mean, there's so many things that I would love to go and, and take away from this and, you know, make your own thing. And, you know, so I, I you know, it's awesome. Fuck yeah. I yeah. feel like if you hate this movie, you have no inner child. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like at all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's I don't a see good how point. You hate this movie. Uh, I I felt that at w- at one point during the movie, which is why I'm so confused as to why it was such a box office failure, or or even just you know whatever. Uh, like I was like, how there's nothing not to like about this. Like everything about it is exactly what it's supposed to be, unless you really hate these movies, which I don't understand. Like you said, no inner child at that point. Then why wouldn't you like it? So I mean, I'll give it a fuck yeah myself. Just remember, <laughs> haters are gonna hate. Yeah, <laughs> haters will hate. <laughs> Eric, what about you? What are you going to give it? I give it a fuck yeah. Okay. Um, fucking sweep. Four fuck yeahs. That's that's an official fucking sweep, yep. which is that means we all like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Just want to let you know, Dan. <laughs> it's important that you understand. <laughs> Guess what? We all liked it. <laughs> for the new guy, that means that's a sweep. <laughs> uh, so, Eric, so fuck yeah, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was really enjoyable to watch. Um, it actually did kind of bring me to like this zone where I was like, I'm just enjoying this in like a kind of like a childlike way. Like mm. I can relate <laughs> because I, I don't know. I felt like the, the child, like the child actors were so believable as like, these are actual kids. Like they're kind of snotty and, and shitty and, <laughs> and funny, but like, I felt like they still experienced like that kind of sense of adventure that I would have really like enjoyed watching this movie as a kid. Mm. And I still felt that as a almost 30 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I could totally still identify with wanting to hunt monsters. Yeah, it's totally awesome. Uh, can I just say I loved the nicknames that the kids had for each other in this and like the insults like over the walkies. His name was Butlove. Peanhead. 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 <laughs> oh my god, they're so good. Any uh, any final thoughts? I had a weird thought and this might just be like trash, a trash thought. All right. right. <laughs> but like I was I was so it's kind of interesting that you you're you're in this situation where your kids are uber aware of the villains, or the bad guys. And I'm trying to think if this is the first movie that I think has done that. Like it's a monster squad and now they got to go face monsters. And yeah, that's kind of a coincidence. But I feel like if this movie didn't happen, what would a movie like Scream that came out 15 years later be like? Where like hmm. our protagonists or people are ultra aware of the, the oh. killer or something like that. I mean, that's just, you know, mm-hmm. or, and I think that's one thing that made Scream so successful. Was the Randy character? The, yeah, yeah. You know, or they, you know, the, the talking about and the knowing about it. So when, like it a kind of, when it gets kind of, of meta. <laughs> like Scream is like a critique of itself. Yeah. And I wonder if Monster Squad kind of laid uh, aid to that. Yeah, there's, there's probably some elements of that. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty common theme 
in horror it's always younger people who are trying to convince older people that something terrible is happening and it frustrates me because nobody ever believes anything that anyone says in movies but then i have to really get real with it and i'm like <laughs> would i believe them <laughs> probably not my 11 year old son's yelling about uh, a mummy being in his house uh, no no <laughs> <laughs> Go back to bed, kid. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know how you talk to kids? <laughs> Scram, kiddo. That's it. I'm not going to not gonna go there. Huh? I'm not going to do it. Thought about it. Uh, Decided not to. Any other final thoughts before we wrap it up here? This was a great installment for Horror October. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, most of the movies we've done this month have, have been like horror second, I think. We've done a lot of horror undertoned movies. I would not call this a horror second. Yeah, I would. It's I'd, called the Monster Squad. I, well, yeah. It's really scary. I, no, I think it's like adventure first, horror second. Yeah, maybe because of the rating. Yeah. It's I would, not like a hard horror. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We've, we've it's got moments of hard horror, though. It does it's, have some pretty gross it moments. It does have some pretty gross moments. I think it's like, I don't know, for 1987, it's like throwback horror. 87? That's what I said. <laughs> 1997? For 2007, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for 87, it's it's throwback horror. It's skeletons coming out of the ground and, and the Black Lagoon coming... Black Lagoon. Creature from the Black Lagoon <laughs> coming out of the water and... You know? I thought the Wolfman scenes are pretty contemporary for that time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. it's it's the Wolfman running around all bloody. So it's with the ennui of being a Wolfman. <laughs> and he, he, yeah, I'd say this is horror second, mm. adventure first, kids adventure. Eh, Kid, kids always come first. <laughs> real. They are our future. That is a great thought. <laughs> Thank the you, future gentlemen. of 1980s. <laughs> um. So this has been Second Class Cinema. We watched Monster Squad. A fucking sweep. Pretty cool. Ruled. Haven't had one of those in a while. Really enjoyed it. Um, Dan, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. It was very nice having you. Appreciate you coming by. You did a great job. Oh, thanks. You did. It was very nice to have some deep thought put into our discussion. (laughs) Sorry, and I love getting apolitical with you. Keep it real. No child to be on my Sorry, phone. I feel strongly about parental censorship. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'd like to have you come back on sometime. It was a good time. Great, cool. Excellent. Um, if you'd like uh, more information on us, come to Facebook, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. <laughs> you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and secondclasscinema.com. That's it. Sure can. I stopped putting stuff on YouTube. I just stopped. <laughs> Not really getting all the wizards. Nah, yeah. I'll just ah, I just don't even care. It's not worth it. If you have access to YouTube, you have access to pretty much every, anything else. Yeah, so let's know other places. Um, yeah, we're gonna keep rocking on with uh, October Horror Movie Month. So excited! So, pr- wait, does good. that mean like the most recent video on our YouTube channel is just me running on the beach? Uh, yes, <laughs> for, for Super Smash Brothers <laughs> tournament. Yeah. yeah. So people can come to YouTube, watch Eric running on a beach, cutting a Super Smash Brothers promo for a number one contendership match that he lost. Don't watch that. It's okay. It was a beautiful sunrise. <laughs> it was totally worth it. I really enjoyed making the video. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Good night. That's it. Good night. Good night.